And it is time for session 90 of the Scarper Shoals campaign. It is Coins Day, the second of Olive. With the Tenefact race complete, it is time for the Order of the Violet Dawn to be on their way back to the Scarper Shoals. Before that happens, however, there's someone at the gangplank requesting permission to come aboard. Shay, would you like to introduce the new secondary character you're introducing? Oh, um, yeah. Uh, I can go off of the description you put on the on the on the board. Yeah, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, she is a green. Fa- I'm going to elaborate a little bit with some ideas. Tell me if it's a problem. Uh, she's a green feathered aracocra dressed in studded leather armor, where the leather is painted is dyed black and the studs are silver stars. Nice to meet you today. My friends all call me Criquet. Hey, where are you from? I'm from a land that is studded with cliffs. And wait, hold on. uh, Hold on one second. I'm from a land that is studded with cliffs. It's so far away, no and, ors, or ifs. Nice. Ooh, a rhyme. Is that a thing? Or just... When... Uh... When I was young, in my misspent youth, I... Wait. Oh, dang it. I'm sorry. I had this, and then my... <laughs> I, I just had such a bad day. It's okay. We can... Yeah. We can... We can, we can... We can skip over. It is a... She is a paladin who yes. has taken a vow or is under a curse. It's not mm-hmm. entirely clear to always speak in rhyme. I dig it. Yeah. Let me awesome. yeah, just say in a meta level, I I I admir- I applaud the boldness of Finn's <laughs> I love it. It sounds really hard, but I am excited to like but yeah. you know, like, yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Uh so anyways. Uh, she would like to join as a uh, to support the goals of the of the uh, Order of the Violet Dawn. As, uh, well, mechanically speaking, this character for, is replacing Jigiji. Yeah. Okay. For truth and justice, I will fight to help the weak and do what's right. Awesome. Uh, yeah, we like the sound of that. I think. Can we conduct a job interview in prose? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when someone introduces to the work of E.E. Cummings, she's going to be like, this is so much easier. (laughs) (laughs) All you have to do is worry about the punctuation and the capitalization. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Talk like Shatner, you're done. (laughs) (laughs) If we were to speak in rhyme back to you, would that feel offensive to you? Or like welcoming or like, I I, I don't want to step on... Uh, is it like accidentally imitating somebody else's accent and you don't really mean to? Um. Uh, uh, I don't think so. I mean, like, it's just, it's something, um, I'm trying to remember what it, I had this, and I'm so sorry. Like I said, I just had a terrible, terrible day. Um, when I was young, it was the worst. I killed a youth and, and thus was cursed. Um, their parent, their parent, Curse me for all time and caused this bird to talk in rhyme. 
<laughs> All right. Well, I maybe maybe not doing it back to you then is is the way to go. I think. Um, basically, she explains in a longer poem that she uh, she was she was training to be a paladin with the um, how, the uh, uh, blah blah blah. The the name of the god goddess is Ignuan. Yeah, the, the... for the surface of Ignuar and accidentally killed someone during training. And um, she knows that it was an accident, but the parent didn't believe it and therefore hired someone or cursed them or cursed her themselves. She's not uh, sure which. Meta question. Are you playing a straight paladin or are you playing an oathbreaker? Uh, straight. Um, well, I mean, she's, you know, she's easy, but. The, the, in, 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 the, in, the, in the mechanical sense, um, she's playing uh, Oath of the Watchers. Okay. Which is actually quite good for. You guys, because um, they're specifically defending against extra planar threats, which is right. the big yeah. bad. So, yeah, I, I'm just, I've always been fascinated with with Oathbreaker Paladins, and and like your character Shay is set up right on that precipice. It's kind of mm. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, anyways, uh, well, so. Uh... How how did you find out about us? What what drew us or drew you to us specifically? I asked. They said the team to be on was the Order of the Scarlet Dawn. Violet Dawn. Violet Dawn. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're in that ship over there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you want the weirdos? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> the trademark and we didn't think to ask if anyone else was just doing a th similar thing with the color and honestly like a scarlet dawn like that's something that would seem to happen more often like ours is meaning it's a whole thing but like there's already thing. two red groups that you've come across yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was so actually on a uh or it was not the order of but it was like the scarlet claw was a D, &D group i was part of for a while and yeah so i mean red is so it. overdone yeah <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, yes. Yeah, so Brian I. Yep. Uh, I. Yes. I mean, uh, obviously, we are uh, venturing places that are quite dangerous, um, and uh, we hope to make them safer. So uh, that would be something that uh, is simultaneously a warning and a promise. <laughs> well, with. Oh wait! Hold on. Well, I'm overjoyed to lend a hand with wings and claws at your command. Uh, how tall is your, your character, Shay? Um, I don't know, like taller than a bird box. <laughs> um, like well, average, the... I think average height okay. for, um, I think so like Eric six Coker, feet, I think? Eric Coker tends to be shorter, um, I oh. think. All right, well for, then. Well, I mean, but that's five, just like. That's they're five four bar. and they weigh 145 pounds, and then that way I don't have to remember anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just gonna say, it's like that's like the standard lore. We like, yeah. who cares? Five four, 145 pounds. Done. All right. So Sierra hooves over, arms crossed, kind of hovers over you a little bit, gives you a squinty eye, and says, "You'll do." <laughs> Ah, well, I mean, I was going to ask for references, but that's good enough for me. <laughs> uh, presumably she has, like, the training that she went through with the, mm -hmm. yeah. at the goddess's temple and all that. Yeah. And... Okay, so uh, the one thing, there was one thing I did want to ask is whether uh, she came from an order, 
an organized order, given that she's a chaotic alignment, she might just be individually inspired. So, you know, basically what I'm asking you is, do I have permission to create other members of this order with whom you might have a relationship? Or do you want to be one of a kind? Either one is fine with me because I haven't created an order for this. Mm-hmm. And um, I and this is a wide open space for you, so you can be it either way. But I want to know which would you would rather. Um, yeah, I think in order that she came from is fine, but obviously I don't think she made it out because with this curse, okay, she wouldn't be able okay. To... So she's she's got so she's got Dropout. training, but but <laughs> never like had to had to had to leave and perhaps was uh, was a Ronin slash knight errant for a while. Yeah, right. she audited the courses and. <laughs> Okay. All right. So anyway, next step um, is the moon's nest is about to set sail. And of course, the harbor at Portacensis is emptying out quickly. Um, But most of the ships which are heading for Shenhood or Tabatabai and other parts of the syndicate are heading uh, heading south. Uh, You guys are heading east towards the Sarper Shoals. One notable exception is the Dwarven ship, which is still waiting for its ornithopter to return. I... Oh. Was that... Yeah, I guess so. I, I mean, I feel like I didn't remember that, that hadn't, they hadn't come back. It was, there was a lot going on. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I mean, so... We can keep uh, an eye out. Yeah, I mean, do we have... Uh, uh, I think it makes sense, since we're headed that way, to mm-hmm. talk to them a little bit, just to, I guess, find out, like, A, any information they think would be useful, B, what they would like us to do if we find them and or a wreck. Um. I can. I think we can summarize that con- conversation because okay. they they were they would welcome any help that you're willing to offer. Um, it's an ordinary ornithopter, um, nothing particularly special about it. Um, but um, as you saw when it launched, it, it was considerably slower than the other ships. So it may be that it's just still flying. Well, I think we can all hope that's the case um i actually you know i i defended uh the your your endeavor honestly um i i think i think it is uh bold to uh experiment with new techniques and strategies rather than always just try to uh, replicate the success of previous victors well thank you very much and uh uh last night six Eight hours ago, and I, uh, and the you know, people still here seem like they seem genuinely concerned, as opposed to people who knew that there was actually some other secret plan. Uh make an insight check. Well, I I will go ahead and roll my minus one. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Three. Yeah, they, 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 you really can't tell. Um, they might be, it might be that, that participating in the race was a sham for something else. And it might be that 
they are sincere about it. You can't tell. Well, I think absent any reason to suspect them, I yeah. sense that they would be sincere. I don't see Tom. any reason why they wouldn't be. So, with that finished, um, there's a nice breeze from the north, allowing for efficient progress, and temperatures are warm but not sweltering. At breakfast, Sirdir has something new on the buffet you've never seen before. It's a light pastry, crunchy on the outside and tender on the inside, with a pattern of square divots in it. It's perfect with sl- for slathering with butter or fruit preserves. And uh, he says to to uh, to Magalada, Kahina, these are an extra plainer delicacy called waffles. You like them, <laughs> yes? <laughs> Uh, they are they delicious. Do they come with chicken? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, chicken no, we just so come with good. chicken. <laughs> okay, you know what? Whatever you guys are doing with chickens is up to you, but I don't know if I'd admit that. <laughs> I find the systematic order of the grid of squares... Combined with the chaos of dribbling butter and syrup anywhere is a fascinating uh, contradiction that is uh, quite exciting. I just picture of Logie like carefully filling each square with a different flavor of syrup and then like surgically separating the squares so that each bite has a different flavor. Making little dot matrix pixel art with with an eyedropper. She has a little dish of heated syrup and with an eyedropper she's just taking out perfect amount and squeezing it in and it's just this look of utter glee as she does this. Every single square. And 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 making drawings of a device that would have like six droppers together, so you could do it more efficiently over the over the uh, over the array. You could program in your own waffle pictures and then deposit it directly into the waffle. Amazing! It's, 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 it's a waffle printer. What the hell? <laughs> now I want waffles. <laughs> Since my friends don't think it awful, I think that I should like to try a waffle. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> uh, Shay's brain has woken up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Captain Tarn would like to know precisely. Wait, 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 I'm so sorry. You may think this order a bit askew, but do you have a waffle that's blue? <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Go on. Go on, go on. <laughs> Don't look that up, kids. No. <laughs> 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 Sorry to the to the three kids who listen to this podcast. <laughs> Never ever look up anything that Auntie Shay says. That idea. Actually, I know the two people. I know personally the two people who download this podcast to listen to. Uh, and bless you guys. <laughs> uh, so Captain Tarn would like to know. Where exactly in the Scarper Shoals he should be steering for? And he makes no guarantees, but where on the where where how should he set his compass for where you want to go? Uh, didn't we say we wanted to go back to uh, deal with the undead? That um, was on your agenda, but yeah. you also might want to check in with the B team at um, oh, Bruland yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, we need to pick him. With, we need to go to the B team. 
Yeah, what what I what I so I thought about this a little bit uh, a couple weeks ago, and what I was thinking was, yeah, we we want to check in with the B team, and with the you know the Lithereal team, um, and then because it's on our way down to Shryand, um, maybe we stop in and say hi to Grozier, the dragon, just to check in. Be friendly neighbors. Yes. Wait, I'm so I'm so sorry. I was thinking of rhymes again. Are we are we not on the B team right now? Or are we on the We are we are playing with the A team right now. Right. Oh. But but your new paladin has is currently with them, right? Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Yes. All right. Thank you. Yeah. So, even if even if she's going to be on the B team, she's currently with Gotcha. gotcha. And I should I, I should point out that yeah. The the idea is not that you have two set in stone parties. No, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. You, you can mix and match characters if you like. One character wants to go on a mission outside the Scarper Shoals or whatever, and you don't, and you want to split the main party. Mm-hmm. You can <laughs> fill in with B team characters in yeah. order to make. We have these parties. two separate missions. One involves infiltrating a group of poets, and the other one involves eating a lot of food. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, so, yeah, so Grozier, like, in theory, we could do ascending, but we also, when we last spoke to Grozier, she said, if you want to talk to me, meet at that stone pier and light the thing. Yes. So, you know, yeah. maybe we follow the instructions and rather than presuming to yeah. magically intrude. Yeah. And, it, and that's on the way. So, like, if, if we, like, stop in um, at, you know, where they're building the keep, and then we sail down through and stop in at the Lithereal and then with Grozier. Right, so and... here's the question. Mm-hmm. With Fenarin, we would have two clerics on the team with the ability to turn undead. Do we want to pick him up and have him come with us for the, the thing on Triant? <laughs> Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. clerics are useful, yeah. but do does that leave the B team with no healer? Well, now they've got a paladin. <laughs> not if, yeah, um, not if, yeah. not if. Uh... I, I'm not a. I mean, Kirkay is not a healer. Blah, 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 a healer, healer, but you do have the lay on hands, which lay on hands, can lay on yeah. hands in an emergency. Yeah. Yeah, I think the only real problem with doing that is the whether or not um, the dwarves are going to be able to feed themselves during the thing. That's why I'm bringing mm, it up yes. and we can think about it. Because most of the food is being provided by Fenarin's Create Food and Water. Yes. If, if, if you don't have a cleric in that party, the dwarves are going to have to head back to um, Shenhood or, um, or uh, Portakensis for supplies. Which is, I mean, that's something they had planned to do anyways. Yeah, I mean, is asking them to do that temporarily really that much of a hardship? I mean, it's all, it's already, it's already, they've already stayed longer than they had planned to because they had Venerin's ability to stretch their, uh, stretch their provisions. But maybe that's something you can talk, talk to about when you get there. Okay. I just figured I'd mention it while we're talking about plans. Okay, so um, so, so the, the the answer to Captain Tarn is that you want to go to Bruland. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I think okay. so. Okay. Okay. 
know, we've got we got we've got people in an area where you know there's theoretically danger. We haven't heard from them in a little while. I think they're our first priority. Um, Captain Tarn says also says that uh, if you want him to sail a little south, so you're away from the island, that um, uh, uh, away from the coast. Um, that'll bring you to a, a part of the sea where you can use sending spells. So he can alter course a little bit so that you can do that. Oh, so, well, so we can just uh, do ascending and check in in advance mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. arrival? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. That's fine. Okay, yep. He does that, and uh, after a few hours of travel, you are no longer within sight of land. And from what you understand, this is the point at which you are now inside the... <clears throat> anti-magic mm-hmm. screen. Um, and you should be able to send a, send a uh, sending to them. All right. So, Magalad, would you like to, or shall I? Uh, I actually don't have sending prepared right now. I just realized. Oh, well. So, that, that's uh, that. Well, I think, I think would, would this be on the first day of travel, or like, how long are we traveling before we get to that point? Um, Captain Tarn says that with um, uh, with because uh, um, uh, um, I actually unprepared with good weather as well when we were out of range. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, uh, the, uh, I'm sorry. Captain Tarn says that with with good weather, as long as it's good sailing weather the whole time. Um, uh, the the uh, um, uh, we should get there on the fourth. Okay. Well, I guess all all I was really trying to get at is that I would need a long rest before I would be able to do sending because I didn't I didn't have it prepared either. So, either either of us, I mean, we would have to you know once once we had a long rest. Um, I I'm happy to do it if you would prefer to. Also, not, not, not re-prepare it. That's fine. Um, yeah, because I had actually kind of carefully set up my spell list here, so prefer okay. not to okay. doodle with it if I don't have to. Oh, I was just looking at my spell list, and it's like, oh yeah, we leveled up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I spent a lot of time poking at it after we leveled up. All right. Um. Do, 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 do. Also, can't really say that my brain is working particularly well. I've been running back and forth in the hospital and sleeping 12 hours a day, and mm. I'm just kind of now returning to reality. Okay. All right. Well, that's fine. I will I will prepare sending and... Um, do, that and the, do it the next day, then? Yeah, like okay. at, at first opportunity. So, okay. like, whenever we would have done a long rest, and, uh, and okay. I, I might even have, like, you know, turn in a little early or something if we're <laughs> waiting on that. But okay. uh, yeah, so perhaps like the morning um, of that first, after that first day when we're, you know, en route and uh, would, let's see, I think I've mostly been uh, touching base with Finnerin back at the B team. So I'll send a message to Finnerin and say, okay, greetings, mm-hmm. we are returning. Uh, how is everything going? Is there anything we need to know? We're headed to you right now. Uh, 
with oh, a me. new friend. Oh. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> okay. How does how does Fenerin respond to that? Right, let me think about this. The, the stuff I did happen. Stuff, stuff did phone. happen while they were away. Yeah, there, so, stuff actually did happen while they were away. Yeah. I just, I always imagine Fenerin answering these sendings like a tired dad picking up the phone at like eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> what yeah, now? Tired, tired, tired dad at three o'clock in the morning. All right. We're going to have to go to bail you out again. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> you've reached Fenerin. Thank you for messaging. How can I help you? <laughs> this is an automated answering service. <laughs> Dragon board, you were trying. Oh to man, some wizard is going to come up with a s- sending answering machine spell. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that's what Avaloki can do. That that's can be her uh, her, her her thing. You have reached I, the 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 the, uh, the 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 uh, the intelligence spirit of Avaloki the wizard. Uh, your uh, sending spell has been stored and will re- be retrieved at a p- point later in the day. If you're asking about teleporting somewhere, fuck off. <laughs> the, uh, it's canon in um, uh, Tomb of Annihilation that um, Asarak uh, has his uh, any communication magic sent to him is redirected to his assistant. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. 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 All right. So... Um, glad you're okay. Things are swell. <laughs> Had an encounter with Faye. That didn't my go bit. so well. You're stealing my bit, damn it. <laughs> didn't go so well? Is that what you say? Yeah, it didn't go so well. Didn't it? I thought it went okay. I mean, all uh, things considered. All things considered, yeah. I mean, it's not like bad things happened. They didn't like tell us they have to leave the island or anything. Yeah, yet. <laughs> Catch you up later. Peace. All right. Well, that's exciting. I, I passed that along to everybody else. Um, I mean, they said it didn't go well, and yet everything is fine. So I, I guess we'll I'll default to everything is fine. Um, and we'll find out more when we arrive, I suppose. This is fine. Everything's fine. Yes. Yeah, this is fine. Uh, well, so I can send one more to, uh, to Zelfar Aloxis, our... Uh, Shipbuilder team uh, captain. Um, so yes, to to them, I will send basically a similar message and say, "Greetings. We return from uh, the mainland. I hope all goes well. Uh, is there anything we need to know?" We can rendezvous with you soon. Yay. He replies, all is well. No uh, major events. Work progressing well. Um, Should be ready to float in a few weeks. 
Wow. Looking forward to seeing you again. <coughs> nice. I'm just remembering we... Was it... I can't remember now. Was it me that I contacted home or did so, someone from home contacted me asking about them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what I told them essentially was that as far as I know, it's going all right. I'll check in with them again when I talk to them. Yeah. yeah okay. So that's happening on Crown's Day, the third of Olive. Um, And there's a strange thing happening in the sky. The horizon all around the ship has dark, angry clouds, lightning flashing, all kinds of, you know, you can hear kind of thunder in the distance. But the moon's nest is sailing under a clear sky. And Captain Tarn catches Mogolod's eye. And says, this is your doing, isn't it? And she's like, what? I had spinach with my waffle. (laughs) (laughs) Feel good. Green smoothies from now on. (laughs) And she's just like, I didn't do anything about it. Um, Thank Ayun. I had nothing to do with it. All I did was decorate. Well, it's nice not having to sail through that storm. But you should remember that we get our clean water from rain. So if we don't have rain for a while, then we don't have clean water so much. So maybe I can do a rain boot. Uh, if if you could if you could inform the 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 the, the boss that uh, that we do need some rain once in a while. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm sure he knows. I'm sure he knows. I mean, he's I the god of sailors potted and all plants, that. But potted plants in the deck. That'll I, I use my new mage hand cantrip to hold a bucket out with the. <laughs> <laughs> Can't quite make it that five mile distance. <laughs> um. I mean, we can always create water if necessary. Yes. Um, I'm sure they don't want to be 100% reliant on us. Yeah. So. If it's water you need to get, I'd fly, I'd fly out there, but I'd just get wet. <laughs> <laughs> for the second day, on, the, on Swords Day, the 4th of Olives, for the second day, clouds surround the ship but do not cover the sky. It's good for navigation, but unfortunately, there's very little in the way of wind. Uh-oh. Captain Tarn says, without any wind, we're not going to make much progress. Looks like landfall is out, put off a bit. Uh, yeah, well, I, I guess all gifts are a double-sided coin when it comes to which trickster gun. Um, well... Is the the weather a phenomenon, something that's under your influence? Uh, Mokalid tries flapping her dress at the sail just to see if it works. Just out of curiosity. Is this this something that your uh, your assistant might have control over? He seems to mostly have control over pastries, but I can ask. Yeah, I mean, he at least know how we can fix it. 
I mean, his, his solution may be very well shooting a, a cannon of raspberry jam at the sails, but we're going <laughs> to ask him if it out. works. <laughs> Lone star. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, let's go below. Let's go below decks and see if our, our chef knows anything about getting fresh water and moving the ship in a reasonable way. He, bow, he bows deeply before you. Ah, Kahina, welcome. What can I do for you? Meanwhile, Kenai sidles out a side door. Laden, <laughs> <laughs> what's next? Laden, uh, let's just... <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um... Yeah, Mogla is just going to pretend she didn't see that. She totally did, though. Um, <laughs> so it seems our excellent luck with the uh, the weathers is also kind of hindering us a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do you know any anything we can offer to maybe get a little wind in the right direction? Well, as I understand the blessing that you've been given, it makes the weather pleasant. And it is, in fact, your connection to the temple that makes it so. If you were to fall under some sort of a curse or a grievous wound, bad weather would come about. And we... so in order to affect what you see, the, the it is it is in fact your own self that is in control. Hmm. So uh, now I am not an expert in your connection to the temple and your deity. I am a humble cook. <laughs> However, does a humble cook know where to get fresh water? Also, uh, also asking. Um, alas, in magic, I'm not versed, but what if she were sad? No, what if she had sadness or thirst? What, what if? I mean, if you were thirsty or really sad, would that affect the weather? Hmm. Or maybe I could just go to the temple and pray about it? say pray about it before we try and curse you with something. <laughs> Six likes on this status and I'll make it rain. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. So, uh, so many dislikes on this on this podcast and, and we have wind. <laughs> and and I just looked at the Ginny's um, abilities and he is an air elemental so he does not have does not have the ability to conjure uh, water. Um, uh, and, and you know, his provisions, as far as, you know, having something to drink is, 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 is there's plenty for everybody. Um, but you do need water for other things than just drinking. Um, so... Well, for now, we can create water. I think create food and water makes like 30 gallons of water. Yeah, it makes a significant a lot, quantity, but... yes. Um, 
So, but yeah, let's try going to the temple and throwing open the. I keep thinking of it as a sunroof. I know it's not. But I keep <laughs> thinking of it as sunroof. It is a moonroof, um, is in fact yeah. is what it is. <laughs> um, uh, it, 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 um, you are not. This does you do. You are not in conscious control of the weather this way. Um. But what you do learn over the course of um, kind of a day's worth of meditation on it is that what the, what your connection does is takes whatever the extant weather is and makes it nice when you are in good health and good spirits. Um, so that's why it shunted that storm away. Um, a... Rain shower should not be affected. It was only because that weather was severe and nasty that it got pushed away. So it's not like you'll find have no rain. It's just that this particular rain was not was not something that the that uh, that the you know the system would. Tolerate. It was not genteel enough. It didn't leave a visiting card. Yes, it was very rude rain. <laughs> and so was turned away at the door. No, thank you, sir. Good day. We need we need this kind of rain. We need like. <laughs> <laughs> you guys need to stop putting songs in my head. <laughs> Peter Gabriel, I'm over my Peter Gabriel face. For so, the listeners, I'm doing that thing where you're um, flipping dollar bills off your palm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like how would you describe that if somebody doesn't know what it is. I just think of it as stripper rain. That's, that's, that's apparently what assholes do is strip clubs. Now. That's that's my next band name, stripper rain. <laughs> I mean, I haven't been to a strip club since we made up uh, stripper bingo cards and decided to go play stripper bingo. But um, okay. it's fucking amazing. Actually, we gave one of our cards to the girls, um, and they were basically backstage crying about it, and they like. <laughs> We're looking at the moves and throwing them out, and we and we got bingo, and like a, a whole table of like navy guys brought us drinks. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that Anywho, that that that, uh, that, that, um, that definitely <laughs> that definitely puts goes on my list of my next trip to New York City. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll have to uh, get a hold of Dorothy and see if she still has them somewhere. On um, on Fields Day, the fifth of Olive. A strong breeze out of the west propels the moon's nest to the Scarper Shoals, making first sight of the islands just before noon. The sun shines from a clear sky, the temperature is warm, and Captain Tarn has brought the ship exactly where you asked him to go, deftly maneuvering the ship through the strait between Bruland and Groland. Not long after, the ship is moored at the brand new pier at the Groland worksite. Whoa. Nice. You're done. Yes, the pier is complete. The foundation of, you can see just a bit inland, the foundation of the keep has been laid. Um, and timbers are being erected for something of a palisade wall. Um, the chorus is predict predicting misty weather and a light breeze tomorrow. And uh, there are people shouting and waving on the shore. Good or bad shouting? Good. Good. They're glad to see you guys. 
Uh, did Fenerin spread the word? Oh yeah, he would he would have said the the main groups on their way back. Uh, so. And and yeah. everyone knows about the new ship, right? They do now. I, they they knew, <laughs> they knew that we were gonna do get a new ship, but it yeah, would be yeah. the first time they're they seeing it. They knew you had captured the sea ruby, and they were gonna take it back and and redo it. But they certainly had not mm -hmm. seen what you had done. Calson has been jonesing to get on a new ship since he heard about it. He is, <laughs> he is the first on the sh at the pier with bags packed, and he is the most excited of everyone. <laughs> get me yeah. off of this island. My vacation is over. <laughs> and Mogulet is hopping up and down on the end of the pier, just testing in like a kid testing out a love suit. Um. <laughs> I, think he, I, I think he probably I think he probably high five Susan on the way out. It's like she's like, I am never going back there again. <laughs> uh, yeah, Avaloki is just uh, admiring like the ship at the new pier and just saying, so well, aren't both of us just dressed up nice? <laughs> um. All right. So. Uh... Now that we're here, uh, tell us a bit more about this bay. Well, uh, also pretty boat first thing. <laughs> uh, that that looks like a that looks like a party and a half. <laughs> the second thing is, as you can see, there is progress. It is well done. Third thing is, Grazier sensed. Faye in Glastini? Glastini, that's it. Is it Glastini? Yeah. Glastini is, Grazier, the, is the Glastini is the thing that Grazier is the dragon. Okay. Right, right. Glastini Glastini since Faye in the woods, so myself and her and I'm forgetting who else Tobias did Tobias go? No. Who who else um. that went? Kalsen's supposed to go, but I don't know how you guys handled me having to. Kalsen, Kalsen was 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 along, but quiet most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so. Food, so it would have been, no, no, it was it was Glastani, me, and Kalsen. Right. That, that mm -hmm. went. And there's weirdness going on with the trolls tearing down trees and stacking them up weird. Right. There's uh, a pool of water that is turning flowers the same colors as the bees. May or may not be the source of the bees, honey. We'll figure that well, out. Well, I mean, I guess. The, the, those bees were quite a few miles away from here. Okay. Well, we don't know that they're the only hive. That's true. And so there, there could be another that's just like this one closer to them um, and then we found the pond of pond of the swan may uh, would I know anything about the swan may um, I, I as in Abaloki instead of Glastani <laughs> uh, yeah make a um, make a nature check nature or arcana, arcana or history I mean, um, I, well, only only because like you know my people have a little bit yeah. more connections like to the let, well, go ahead um, go ahead with go ahead with history go ahead okay. with history. All right. Uh, ooh, 
dirty 20. Nice. Okay. Um, the uh, the um, swan maze are known to the elves. Um, they are... Um, uh, uh, an interplanar um, defender types, but they're very standoffish and um, generally speaking, the best thing to do if you encounter them is to just leave them alone. Um, in, there are stories of people who are in extreme circumstances um, uh, being helped by them, but they're not the kind of people you go to for help. They're the people who kind of show up right. at, at uh, you know, when people are in terrible t- trouble um, and get them out of it and then disappear again. They're not, okay. yeah, th- th- this. These are swan maids like the um, swan people? They're, it's a, they're, swan, they're basically swan shifters. Okay. Like swan maidens? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, cool. All right. So, um I I will relate some of that and say so in general, I would say uh, the appearance of a swan may is is a good thing, but we should you know, not hassle them. Uh but dinner and you said it didn't go well? Well, it didn't it didn't. Um we spoke to them and said, "Hey, we're just saying hi." neighbors. Actually, Lestani did a fantastic job. I hit her with a cigarette so that they could speak. Well, well done, Glastani. Oh, yeah, thank you. It's, it's nice to hear that from you. Oh, well, yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> it's nice to have a mutual admiration society of one. <laughs> um, but uh, she wanted to... She, she said that they're, that they're people, the Swan May. Um have a very sincere appreciation for beauty and then wanted to know what we were doing to bring beauty into the world. So we showed her the the construction and that went okay. Um, I told her some of my history that went "Mm, okay. And so we probably should ex- we invited them to come back whenever they wanted to you know as good neighbors um borrow a cup of sugar what have you and so we'll probably they'll probably uh show up to ask questions eventually whenever they feel like it but they wanted to talk to you guys because you're the main group and you know more about what's going on than i did well, uh, I mean, it sounds like you, you all did uh, very well. Uh, encounters with the Fae certainly can be tricky. Um, fortunately, Swan Mays are not generally considered to be among the more devious of Fae. Um, yeah, they're the, uh, they're the sort know... that you get in trouble with if you mess with them. Right. Rather than the sort that will try and mess with you. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, just as a word, you may be thinking more along the lines of Avaluki as basic form, the one that came with us. Uh, imagine Kenai, six feet tall and about twice as buff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright. So, do not underestimate under any circumstances. Um, 
With what I know about Swan Maze, would I know if there's any kind of like a little ritual or offering that you could put out, like, you know, how you like, you know, leave milk out for fairies or whatever? No, not really. No, there okay. isn't. There isn't. Um, no, because like I said, they tend to tend to not be the sort that you approach. Okay. Well, so what I'll say then is that uh, I, I think you all did well under you know the, the circumstances, um, and that my guess would be their preference would be to not have us come at them, mm -hmm. but they can come to us if they like. Yeah, and that's pretty much where we left it, is they're welcome anytime, and we should pretty much leave them alone, but especially on the full moon, as you do. Yeah. So. I might check in with Waif about the troll tree thing. Yeah, that, that might be a thing we didn't run into her recently. We should definitely check in with Waif. Okay. Uh, anything else I should ask her other than about the trees? Mm -hmm. um, thank you. I can't think of anything. Okay. Um, You're gonna yeah, cast so ascending would... to wave. Yes. Uh, is this this is the next day, right? So this is different. Yeah. It's uh, several days later. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So. <clears throat> Greetings, Waif. We have made our way back to uh, Bruland for a time. Checking in. How are things? We noticed the trolls stacking trees. Thoughts? She replies, making progress teaching my people language. Told them people are not food. Providing logs so that food trees are not cut. Hmm. Well, that's good. <clears throat> um, okay. Um, I, I let everyone else know that. It sounds like uh, they are attempting to sort of preemptively sort the trees so that uh, if we need lumber, we can uh, take from the ones that they select rather than the ones that they get food from. Uh, those, that lumber needs to be processed before it turns to rot. Well, so I, I, I'm not an expert in uh, lumbering. <laughs> Um, is, is, are there uh, instructions we should provide the trolls? Uh, well, Glastani says, hey, you know, having some trees cut down just speeds things up for us. We just, you know, just don't have to, we don't have to, because every time we want to cut down a tree, we got to reconfigure the tractor so that we can get the chain around it to cut it down. And then we got to reconfigure it again in order to tow it somewhere. It's a, it's a big mess. So if we can leave the tractor in tractor mode and not be cutting down trees, that just saves us a bunch of time. We're going to have to, you know, so we're just going to go and take the trees and, uh, and uh, you know, take out the saws and the, and the axes and stuff and uh, get what we need from them there. And, uh, and we're going to leave you with a really nice big stack of uh, sweet-smelling firewood when you're done. Because uh, because what they're providing here is cedar, and that's great stuff. Yeah, it's also really good stuff for uh, 
furniture. Yeah. So. Uh, all right. So I, I will actually reply again to um, to Waif to just say, I'm very glad to hear that you are making progress. That's exciting. I have told the workers that if they need wood, they should use stacks. That was the intention. Thank you. Let me know when you don't need any more. All right. So that seems like things are going well. I didn't ask about the the pool and the flowers. <laughs> well, the, save, save some mysteries for Avaloki to solve for herself. <laughs> I mean, is it is it far? We could go take a look. That far. It's a yeah. It's a few miles. It's a it's um like an hour and a half to get there from the from the from the uh, from the landfall. Um, well, I admit I am curious, but we also have a lot of other things on our list. How does everybody feel? Uh, no, I'm fine with checking out the local stuff just in case, just to make sure it's not going to become a problem before we're finished here. Yeah. I mean, we're here. Well, I mean, if it is related to the uh, to the bees, I know that uh, Sherby seems happy with her encounter. <laughs> so far, so that was good. Luck. <laughs> we shouldn't try and reproduce it. Yeah. yeah, that was that was probably just lucky. And I mean, for all we know, it read your mind, and you didn't even realize you had always wanted two more arms. <laughs> oh no, I've always wanted more arms because book and sandwich and pen and paper, <laughs> or book and tea and pen and paper. <laughs> You know, that makes a lot of sense to me. That's actually why, you know, I, I've been researching new spells, and that's why I and I, I cast my mage hand again, because I'm showing it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've created my own spectral hand, and I'm just using it to, like, wave a pen around. <laughs> of, of all these spots, some seems quite, quite scary. I vote we go to the apiary. <laughs> oh, sounds like a hike, then. Yep. Yep. Okay, um, the, the, the spot where you had found the bees is actually on the southern tip of the island, which is like 11, 10, 11 miles away. Um, uh, the, so that's, that's not the oh, close well, the one. flowers, right? The flowers, yes. Yeah. The, 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 little, the little spring with the flowers was the one that's closer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if she's going to be part of the bee team and staying as part of the security here, then it's, um, she'll have plenty of time to explore the island. Okay, so uh, who is heading out to that pool? Look, if the B team is not going to check out these bees, I'm just going to be mad. (laughs) (laughs) It's there in the name. The B team can check out the bees, and the A team will check out the flowers, and we've got a plan. (laughs) If you want want the B team to start, like, surveying the island and and finding where things are, um, we can definitely do that, but... So so far, you've told me that they're staying close to camp, so... Well, we, 
we certainly, I think when we made that original plan, there was a little bit more wariness about like, is everything good with the trolls? Is that <laughs> going okay? What other dangers do we think there might be? I think it's probably yeah. best to not leave the work crew undefended. Right. Especially just like for all we know, I mean, we're going to get, you know, um, fish zombies coming out of the ocean again. And um, you ha the, the B team has spotted cockatrices in the trees here and there, but have generally been able to scare them away without them causing any trouble. Um, they seem to be pretty skittish. Um, and, and the kind of thing you're not going to encounter them unless you, like, go hunting them. Right. Well, and, and like, those things are, t uh, are typically not terribly dangerous unless they catch you by yourself and nobody's around to help. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, or, or you, you know, really bad at your saves. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, I mean, I think we're, I, Avaloki certainly wanted to go see the flowers, but. Okay. I think uh, Susan is ready to be off the ship and just kind of <laughs> hang out for a while. Okay. Um, Find uh, a nice warm rock to sit on. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay, so who is going? Who is going to the pool? Oh, I think well, I mean, I, I mean, Christiana, Avaloki. Avaloki, yes, not Susan. Avaloki. Yeah. Right, uh, Sierra. Yes. Okay. Um, Fenarin. Yes, Fenarin. Okay, uh, Sola, Malgalad, or um, Agias. Um. Well. That's where the flowers are. So, yeah, my God will go. Okay. And Shay, you're going to bring um, Krik okay. or, or uh, Kenai? Um, it's Kenai. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, when I named this character, I was like, do you know how to roll your R's? And he's like, yeah, not to Spanish. I'm good. <laughs> um, so, uh, I don't. I guess Cricket, because I think I think that he and I would also be like, "F this ship, I'm I need to chill out for a little bit." Okay, all right. If I remember correctly, she gets seasick, so. Uh, had done, but she's kind of gotten her sea legs since then. It's, it doesn't last forever. Okay. <clears throat> um. So, anyways, the f the five of you head into the forest, led by Fenarin, who remembers where it was. Um. And uh, and after. An hour or so, you find yourself at the edge of this pool. With um, It's about six, maybe eight feet across, has a little creek running out of it. And all around the banks are all kinds of flowers um, with just like every color of the rainbow, um, including green flowers, which are kind of weird. Um, and they definitely do remind you a bit of the bees, of the rainbow bees. Well, I know I tried to study the bees and really didn't end up gleaning very much other than what was sort of obvious about them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But uh, I guess I will take another look at these. That's why we hiked out here anyway. Okay. So you're going to use, uh, like, detect magic and... Oh, yeah. That's probably a good idea. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm casting, going to cast uh, detect magic as your ritual. Okay. Um, there is definitely an aura of transmutation magic around it. It's not organized into a spell. It's it's kind of amorphous and free flowing. Is it um, the water or the flowers? 
Uh, it's the water. It is the water, in fact. And the shroud, this, the flowers are like have absorbed some of it, but it's more secondary than the okay. than the water. Sierra is uh, keeping a perimeter to, in case anyone's nearby watching or something like that. Okay, make a perception check. Perceive. Can she perceive? Ooh, that's two digits on the die. Uh, oh yeah, that's a twenty-three to per- on, on perception. Okay, everything looks pretty <laughs> clear right at the moment. But seems good. Did I do divine sense? You can do. Um, do you, I mean, you have a certain number of uses in a day, but right. um, but yeah, you can you can you can do that to kind of sense well, whether this. What I'm asking is, does that do anything that detect magic doesn't do? Um, yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, but it mostly is 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 um, towards things that are evil. Right. Um, and generally that means extra planar things from the lower planes. Right. So. Well, I mean, I don't know what else we're planning to do today. Would be good to know. Yeah. If, uh... All right. Yeah. Let's cast Divine Sense. Okay. Uh, yeah, you do not sense anything within 60 feet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's only like 60 feet? I thought it was Fuck like you. <laughs> no, no, that, like that, that sense is all about like, oh, this person's actually a vampire or... Yeah, no, no, I get there. it. Yeah. I would at least think that, you know, powerful good would be like, I don't know, the water was really nice and I got a little bing bongly song. <laughs> bing bang bong. It does, it does in fact also sense, sense celestials, which would be, you know... Yeah. Thing, so. um, well, so I, I can confirm at least that it does seem that the water itself is the source of the magic as opposed to the, um, the flowers themselves, um, which would suggest that's why the flowers are, are the colors they are. Um, but of course, we don't know the, that the water is actually the original source because why, why is the water magical, right? Um, it's uh, there may be something under the ground uh, where the spring is coming from. Um, can I tell? I mean, does does it look like it's more powerful deeper in? Like, how deep can we see in the spring? Um, you can't see very far. The water is like seeping up through a bunch of rocks. It's it's not like coming up a mm-hmm. pipe. It's it's more kind of coming up through through rocks. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, so, um, yeah, you can't, you, you, your, your, um, uh, your detect magic spell does not go like any further than that. Sure. Um, do I think that I would get anything useful by say, like putting my hand in the water and casting identify? Um, it, it, um. Yes, and there may be some risk to that if the if merely touching the water is enough to cause some kind of effect. All right. Well, uh, I will let everyone know that it is possible that there is some degree of risk, but it sounds as though uh, you know Glasteni was not adversely affected. Um, so I uh, I'll just let everyone. Something. Well, so. So just be careful. I, I will, and that's why I'm telling everybody I'm not just doing things impulsively. Um, so I guess look out if uh, there's anything that seems to be wrong or strange or dangerous. But uh, all I'm going to do is, uh, you know, dip my uh, hand in it for a moment. 
Okay. Or a full minute at least to cast the spell. You you dip your hand in the water and concentrate and speak is your. It cold. And it is quite cold. Um, uh, it's not like freezing mountain water cold, but it is. It is. Uh, it's about sixty degrees. Cool and refreshing. Yes, um, and quite inviting. Um, uh, and what you learn is that if someone drinks this water, um, I roll on a table to see what kind of transformation happens. Ooh. And they have to make a saving throw, and if they fail, that's what happens. Um, the duration on it is, um, uh, uh, is highly variable. It might go away at the next dawn, it might go away at the next full moon, it might go away at the next uh, 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 equinox, or it might not go away at all. And uh, uh, that's, again, it's a little more complicated. It's a form of magic that you're not familiar with, and so extracting these rules out of it is is already difficult. Right. Um, and knowing under what conditions it would fail at those moments, it's hard to say. Right. So I can keep, see kind of like the structure of the magic, but there's a lot of variables that so, are... Yeah, and, it's, and it is as natural magic tends to be. This is not something somebody put here. Right. This is not something that is like a structured spell. This is a natural effect of the environment. Um, and, uh, it strikes you that this effect, you know, the fact that the, you've already encountered two of these on the island, this may be why the butterfly cabal decided to set up their tower here. It, do, it does seem, uh, likely that there would be some kind of a connection. So I, I, I share what I have learned there. Question. I believe that we didn't ever try to dispel Sherby's arms because she liked them. Am I right, Matt, that, in that? That's correct. You never, you never no, tried still, to remove them. We still don't actually know if that would work or not. So, no. um, so, but I would, I would guess that, uh, you know, some of the transformations uh, are likely to be unusual. Some of them might be even useful, as Sherby has found her new appendages to be. Um, but obviously, they, we don't have control over that, and some of them could be quite long-lasting. Uh, so I would say uh, I would probably advise people to not drink the water unless they are prepared to <laughs> roll the dice, so to speak. Uh, it is possible that they, the changes could be dispelled, but I don't know that for sure. And then I get out a vial and I <laughs> fill a vial with the water. Okay. Um, you also know that it will only retain its ability for 12 hours after it's taken out of the... Uh... Ah, well the spring. Just as well. Yeah. Hmm. But if I have a vial of the water, then even if it loses its magical essence, then I will have an object associated with a location. That is true. That is true. That is true. So. Well, if it does something different for whoever drinks it, Presumably the bees drank it, right? Uh, well, it, it may be that the bees got pollen from the flowers that were influenced it, or they may have drunk it too. Uh, 
seems like there's a magical ecosystem of some kind. Well, I was just thinking, what if we ate one of the flowers? Uh, my guess is that it would possibly be a similar effect, maybe diluted a little bit, but possibly not. Magic can be unpredictable that way. Hmm. Um, uh, one thing that comes to mind as a possibility would require some research is that harvesting the flowers, you might be able to distill this and alchemically speaking, or in some ritual to be a component in enchanting a magic item that was transmutation related or enhancing a spell or something like that. Or just um, make the gayest wine ever. <laughs> yeah. So well, this is once again, like a potential magical resource um, that could theoretically be valuable. Especially if we work with Yenda to start, you know, setting up a potion business. Yenda would de definitely be interested in this. This is the kind of thing that she's all over. Mm -hmm. So, certainly take notes to that effect. Okay. All right. All right. So, by the time you get back to uh, the construction site, it's around 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, and Glastani is, uh, comes over to Malgala and says, uh, you know, the bread and water that your, uh, priest here over here provides is, uh, filling and all. But, uh, if a dwarf drinks water too much, the beard falls out. Uh, <laughs> any chance you got something stronger on that ship of yours? Sola, you there? Uh, she she's AFK. Oh, okay. Um, so I think at at that point, um, Sherby was probably having a, a mid afternoon drink of beer and maybe heard that. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> so, um, so so let's let's say that let's say that Glastani went to uh, went to um, uh, Sherby instead. And I'll, I'll, I'll kind of, I'll say, oh yeah, the ship's got the good stuff. <laughs> so uh, maybe it's, yeah, I, I don't mean to like invite myself to a party or something, but maybe we could uh, celebrate the arrival of your ship here and the progress that we made on board. I will have a word with our chef and ask him pretty please, will he fix us a feast? Pretty right. sure that's a yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's not asking for food. <laughs> and uh, and uh, um, uh, Seer Deer says, so we'll be hosting some dwarves. Well, yep. I think I can manage that. And, uh, yeah. and, and I'll, I'll, I'll say they've been dwarves that have been drinking water for the past two or three months. Just so you're aware. <laughs> Well, then, <laughs> I think I know what I need to do. First, we got to get Kenai away from the barrels. <laughs> now, give Kenai her own barrel and Sherby her own barrel. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, uh, Sirder claps his hands and uh, uh, 
stardust falls all over the uh, the uh, the sideboards in the dining area, and one entire wall is just barrels of uh, of of ale and beer and things like that, and stacks and stacks of mugs. And then on the far side is uh, is loaves of dark brown bread and uh, and uh, 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 Pork sausage and red meat on the bone, and uh, uh, all kinds of things, that, and and uh, bowls piled high with sautéed mushrooms, and uh, You're not supposed to make me this hungry this late at night. <laughs> this happens every time. Every single time. <laughs> If 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 this is a veil for you, then we can we can we can. No 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 no! It's not a veil. It's not a veil. It just sounds really really good. And uh, and uh, yourself. Oh, leave some meat on the bone. (laughs) (laughs) Some just just giant hunks of cartoon meat. Wait wait hold on. Although my kind will oft eat carrion. I'm afraid not me. I'm vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> well done. So the, all those mushrooms. The dwarves come aboard and they are they Oh Marvelous and and they pile their grab huge tankards of ale and pile their trenchers with food and uh immediately start break into song. And uh, <coughs> start having themselves a grand, uh, grand time at uh, Caesar's <laughs> feast. Um, uh, the sun sets. Um, uh, it's now seven o'clock or so. Um, uh, uh, the, the you know most of the sailors, because you're tied to the t- tied to the docks, don't their 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 services are not needed, so they are also. Uh, uh, engaged in the uh, in the in the feasting, though perhaps not quite as much gusto with the alcohol, um, because they will be they 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 will have duties in the morning, um, and they don't have the the resistance that dwarves do. Uh, um, anything you want to accomplish tonight? Because it ain't going to be any construction work. <laughs> <laughs> Um, are we doing like a, at least a short rest? You definitely can have a, a long rest if you want. All uh, right. If there's something you want to accomplish that needs Correct. a rest. No, I'm just trying to figure out where the hell that thing is that I just used up. Come on, you stupid. I mean, where are you? There it is. Divine sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ah, what a nice, pleasant. Oh. Celebration of people being happy with each other. Um, before I forget, just so you guys know, um, there is a aura of protection. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you if you stay within ten feet of me, you get a two bonus to all your saving throws. Is that automatic or? Yeah. Anybody, any 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 ally within within ten feet gets that bonus. Mm-hmm. So just randomly, I just wanted to let you guys know that. Um, yeah. I don't think there's anything now. Um, what, what kind of personnel changes do you want to make here as to who is staying ashore, who is coming aboard? Uh, Elsa is definitely coming aboard. Okay. Uh, I think Susan is going to, is going to stay at the camp again. Okay. All right. Um, 
is uh, is um, what about what about Finarin and what about um, uh, uh, um, yeah? What about Finarin first of all? I mean, it's it's up to you guys if we want to. I almost thought we were going to go ahead and take the entire B team, but maybe I'm underestimate. I'm I'm underestimating us. Um, well, I I mean, I guess we could talk about that. Yeah. So who are we? Who are who do we need to take with us on the raid? Um, I'm fine with either. So whichever, whichever, whichever character y'all ask to join to uh, accompany you, I'm fine with that. So which raid are we talking about? The the one on the Undead Island. On Triand. Uh, uh, <clears throat> oh, the, wait, Undead? You probably, probably want Croquet then, I think. So, Croquet. Yeah. Uh, one of the things we have to check out... Uh, one of the one of the nearby islands is covered with walking skeletons. Are they aberrations? They're undead. Is that aberration? No. No. Undead aberrations are 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 um are extraplanar. Undead are are local magical. Okay. Oh. Oh. Then I still have divine sense. But okay. All right. Cool. Your divine okay. sense will still will still locate undead. Yep. It will, yep. But, yeah. Your particular flavor of paladinness is focused mm-hmm. on extraplanar threats, but you still are quite good against undead. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you're up for your first uh, scuffle with some nasty little uh, skeletons. Um, you can say no. Give me a second, because I have to... It is, this is not a test. There's no pressure. She, she's, Shay is making up the rhyme. It takes her longer than it does Cricket. <laughs> yeah, like nothing rides a skeleton. Skeletons <laughs> uh, yeah, and beastie boards. They make anything rhyme. It's amazing. <laughs> For a righteous head. battle, I've got the Jones. Come on, my friends. Let's rattle some bones. Awesome. Uh, it's funny you wow. mentioned Beastie Boys just because uh, in my improv classes when we were trying to practice uh, rhymes, we did it in a Beastie Boys style. <laughs> you know, and everyone in the circle is going da 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 Rhymes with I skeleton. know it rhymes. I just couldn't <laughs> <laughs> and and pelican does kind of. <laughs> yeah, there we'll go and fight undead. <laughs> <laughs> You'll wish who you stayed home in bed. <laughs> we'll all go uh, chop off their heads. There, done. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. So will. So will. Um. Keen eye. Stay behind to help guard the dwarves. Yeah. Okay. Probably have an affair with one of them, too. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> like some... Uh, it's like, well... Dwarf sex in the Kina, Kina is a bard variant at this point, I think. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, uh, Glastani says, you know, this... This party is great and all, but we need we need real provisions. 
so yeah. we, if, if everything's okay, you know, we made a lot of progress. We're at a good stopping point. Uh, we're going to get on the wave splitter and go and get some more provisions and some more supplies that we need and uh, stuff like that. Uh, so uh, we're, we're going to we're going to clear it out for a while. Um, uh, uh, but, uh, you know, it's still dangerous to sail out here, so we could still use your bodyguards on, on, on the ship. I think we want to not... Uh, we want to make sure they have at least a couple people, I think. Okay. Okay. Um, so Susan can stay with them. Um, and uh, and and if, if Kenai is also, then... Okay. All right. So that's that's who you've got, and uh, everybody else is getting on the moon mast. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Captain Tarn says, "It's a beautiful night out. I am not about not uh, opposed to some nighttime sailing if you are uh, ready to get moving." Um, I I think our, our 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 first stop from here would be to visit the. Uh, the Lithereal site. Easy enough. And so, uh, around about the next morning, on Star's Day, the 6th of Olive, you arrive at the Lithereal. Um, the barest breath of rain is falling. It's a mist that drifts down intermittently from low clouds. Um, Did you write that? That's That's very nice. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I have a generator that tells me what the weather, weather is, but I, but I, yeah. um, and the chorus is predicting a heavy rainstorm. And, uh, so it, the, the lithereal looms out of the mist as you are passing, uh, south, um, on the, along the coast of, uh, Groland. um, and uh, you see that it, the angle has changed a bit. It is no longer... It used to be that the, you know, the front of it was up on the beach and then the back kind of trailed off into the sea. And it looks like it's, it's still in the same basic place, but it's closer to being level. Is it blocking the canal? And all of the trees and things that had been growing up in the in the there was all kinds of shrubs and little trees in the on the upper deck, and that's all been cleared away. Um, and uh, things are th- you can definitely see that there's been progress. Been amazing progress. Wonderful. Yeah. The access to I, a dig spell helps a lot. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, I uh, I I pull Magalada aside and just say. I don't know that we were intending to stay the night here, especially since we're arriving first thing in the morning, but do we suppose we could give them a really special brunch? <laughs> That's probably the nicest thing that ship's crew has ever been ever given. <laughs> <laughs> a special brunch, yeah. A champagne brunch, why not? Mimosas <laughs> on the afternoon for everybody. <laughs> uh, I don't know how much champagne they've really got. Anyway, a sparkly something brunch, fine. Well, uh, our, our, our new cook uh, did such a splendid job for the dwarves. I, I have every faith in uh, their capabilities. I, I, I'm just sorry. The phrase sparkly something brunch has just made me think of like brunch, but with like disco balls. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, 
Julia, I have to take you to a drag brunch. <laughs> I used to run drag brunches. Oh, that does not negate my offer. <laughs> oh, man. Next Balticon is going to be amazing. <laughs> All right. The one so, after. Uh, I, I, will, I will go and, uh, you know... Uh, you know, tour what their the progress they've made and make it clear how impressed and pleased I am. Not that they're doing it for me precisely, right. but just very pleased right. that this is happening. Right. And I invite them all um, for a special uh, brunch to uh, just celebrate how yeah. well things are going. Well, the the elves all come aboard. Um, uh, you are able to. Uh, it, it takes a bit of shuttling because there's a fair number of them and you don't have something like up here that they can just walk mm-hmm. on board the ship. And the, moon, the moon's nest has something of a draw and you don't want to get quite that close to land. But with a ship's boat and some, probably some enchantments, you are able to uh, bring everyone aboard. And uh, Zelfar Aloxis uh, comes up to Avaloki and says, uh, it is... It was worse than I had imagined, but better than I had feared. Uh, we have made a great deal of progress. We've dug out most of the silt that had uh, been deposited down in the bottom levels in the hold. And we, as you can see, we've cleared the deck of all the tree roots and things like that. Unfortunately, the, the here and there, they had wormed their ways between the planks and pulled things loose. So there's a lot of work getting those things back where they belong. Um, most of the enchantments, unfortunately, have faded over time. It's been a very long time. But there's here and there, there are things still still working, and uh, we're, we are doing what we can to bolster that. So, but um, yes, I think in another... Ooh, Another month, we should be able to sail. Um, but um, but we can add. We are actually at a point now where we could float. Uh, so, if you wanted us to like move somewhere else or someplace more secure, I don't know what else you want because we've been focused very much here. Um, well, we haven't seen anything else here. There's been no uh, life or, at all, and it's really quite dreary if you come right down to it. Oh no, no question about it. I, I, I if the if the the ship is capable of being moved, then I have uh, there. There are many nicer places we could uh, bring you. Yes, uh, and for uh, example, our newly constructed pier up on Bullet. Oh, that that sounds that sounds like a perfect place. Um, we will need to be towed. This this ship is nowhere near being able to propel itself. But um, uh, we are ready to be. Uh, if you can, depending on how much force you can generate, uh, be pulled off of the of the of the of the of the island. Well, what do you think, Captain Tarn? Well, it depends on the wind. Um, we can generate quite a bit of uh, of, uh, of uh, towing pressure, but um, right now uh, it's uh, we don't we're not we, we have just there's not enough there's not enough breeze today. All right. Um, we need a we need a stronger breeze than this to be able to to generate a great deal of force. We're expecting a. Uh... Hard storm tomorrow, yes. Although That's, I guess I don't know if it'll be around us or not. Oh, uh, if 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 
you know, depending on how this weird interaction between the weather and the ship acts, and Zelfaraloxis says, interaction. Oh, well, yes, it does seem to be doing something strange to the weather. That's I've never. This is interesting. It, it, it is all thanks, apparently, to one of the southern gods that they worship in the syndicate, Magalat. Uh, oh, all right, D- divine magic. No wonder. Um, uh, yes. Well, um, we could wait for tomorrow, or you can swing by some other time. There's plenty of work to do. Where we are, we don't need to be pulled off, pulled free now. Well, uh, we are on our way somewhere, so perhaps we uh, uh, the weather will be more um, uh, conducive. Conducive. Thank you. <laughs> uh, conducive um, on on our way back. Um, uh, yeah. We also uh, the people that we had on the island are no longer on the island uh, so security would be extremely light. They're making a supply run at present. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, but I I had actually imagined that you might enjoy uh, getting accustomed to your new uh, campsite without it necessarily being full of dwarves. Not that there's anything wrong with dwarves, it's just, you know, it's um, to be quite honest, uh, from a diplomatic sense, I would re- probably not want to arrive there when they're away. Ah, yes, I, I see. Uh, you wouldn't want it to mm. uh, appear to them that you are replacing their position. Or, or yes, or, or just, you know, you don't want to come home from a trip and find that there's a guest. Yes, I, I think that makes sense. Uh, good, uh... Good, good thought there. So uh, perhaps then if you are uh, able to stay here for another little bit, we can, uh, we can tow you uh, on our way back, uh, back up this way. Very well. That sounds like a plan. I look forward to it and um, feel free to message me anytime. Uh, yes, we will. Uh, and uh, when we come back, uh, ideally we will have all sorts of stories about how we have Spoken to a dragon and cleansed some evil undead. Good luck to you. You sure you want to? You don't want to come? I am quite <laughs> positive. All this right. is a, this is entirely sufficient adventure for mes- myself and for everyone else. <laughs> um, but um, but one thing you notice is that is is, is that. Um, they are not quite so hungry for home food um, because um, they've been using a magnificent mansion for their for their for their both security and for uh, and for uh, provisions. That makes sense. Well, uh, company then. Um, yes, but the company is is. Is 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 definitely in order, and they are always willing to to uh, to have a uh, have a party. Um, it strikes the the folks on the board the ship that the elves are a fair bit more musical than the dwarves were, and less rowdy, and less inclined toward drunkenness. Um, but nevertheless, there was a lot more similarity there than than might be expected. Ah. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> all right, so are we, are we on our way? 
All right. So are you headed for um, Crozier's um, uh, the, the uh, pier? pier yeah. yeah. I mean, I think so. Is everyone else good with that? I mean, yep. it was... Okay, so you had can only in, hor- in our horrible <laughs> mutilation. mutilations and death. <laughs> well, we were invited. We're going to follow instructions. Okay, so invite it. Uh, no, invited. No, I know, but but that just sounds like something like I have a mission for you. You've been invited. Is <laughs> uh, that like voluntold? As or? the as the sun sets on um, on uh, Star's Day, the sixth. Um, uh, you uh, reach that pier. It's just a basically a block of stone with some inscriptions carved in it by dragon claws um, uh, at base at uh, close to the northern tip of the island. And uh, there's a like a brazier that we're supposed to light, right? Um, it, no, you're basically supposed to light a fire on the stone. Oh, okay. Well. It's it's you know a pla- you know, more like a bonfire than a brazier. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, uh, that's that's the plan. So. Is to uh, follow instructions as as closely as we yeah. can remember. A bright fire at night, a smoky fire during the day, um, and uh, uh, you light the fire and uh, you uh, um, wait a while. You feed the fire. You you've got. Um, Got some firewood on board the ship, but you were careful not to cut any on the island. That was mm. definitely something you were warned against. Um, and uh, and I'm going to assume that you actually got firewood at Bruland, knowing that you I were going to do this. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I mean, yeah. I I know this was part, this was part of the plan. So, so. and they had surplus. Yes, yeah. they had they had plenty of 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 leftover limbs and branches that were not useful for construction. I'm um, suspicious. Everything is going really our way. So far. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, as, as, uh, you're waiting for quite a while. Um, but as the, uh, uh, in the middle of the night, you hear a rushing of wings and a dragon comes down to rest at the stone and transforms. <laughs> Into a uh, an elven woman in a in a long gown, she strides up to the stone and says, "Welcome back." Uh, court, courtly bow, curtsy <laughs> thing. <laughs> what what um, what brings you to my island? Uh, we just realized that we hadn't spoken in a little while, and I know it was probably a very short time by. Uh, your reckoning, but uh, we have been um, progressing in our plans, and we just wanted to check in with you to see if you had discovered anything uh, or had anything to say to us uh, as we're, we're just checking in. Well, I have spotted out on the ocean a large ship that's been prowling about didn't come to my island I didn't really pay it much attention but you should know that there is someone else in the archipelago say large how, how does it compare to ours here exactly the same size oh sure it wasn't this one 
Yeah, quite certain. All right. It was painted red. Yours was blue. Oh, well, as it happens, <laughs> this one used to be painted red before we killed the people who were uh, using it to commit piracy. I see. Well, then, that's good. Um, a detail that might be useful to you. Well, I, we appreciate from, you letting us know. Aside from that, things have been quiet here, as I like it. Good. Uh, question for you, and uh, I, I ask this with the utmost respect. Um, a couple of our party here have the capability to send communications magically. And we, because we had discussed the method by which you wished us to get in touch with you, we figured we should do that. But how would you feel in the future? Should we need to reach you in a hurry? Would one of these magical sendings be uh, acceptable? Or would you prefer we return to the pier as we did today? It would need to be something of the highest importance. I prefer not to be distracted by such mm, trivialities during my day. Understood. Uh, so under these circumstances, then, we, we would only use that means if it was something of utmost urgency. No. Now then, I sensed some time back something of a disturbance under the water in the center of the archipelago. There was the scent of blood in the water, a great deal of it. And if I sensed it here, there must have been quite a lot. Is there um, something that you need to tell me about what's been happening? So, Mermaid uh, got a period. <laughs> uh, question, question for everybody else. I mean, I imagine before we came here, we would have discussed as a group, like if there was, I mean, I don't see any reason to not just say exactly what we know about what happened. Um, but uh, how does everyone else feel about that? Well, I think yeah, it's probably a good idea. Speak truth. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and also because it can directly impact um, Grosier. Mm -hmm. um, so it yep. would definitely be important. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, so we, would, we could probably share the story not only of our... Um, manipulations of the hinge but also the attack on uh, with the tritons that uh, went so poorly uh, a defeat it seems uh, but against an enemy with uh, unknown advantages that is a common a common happening it was, a, it was a trap have you been working on a countermeasure uh, we have made some progress in identifying uh, some things that would allow us resistance of some sorts to magical uh, effects uh, such as those. Um, I kind of get a little quiet and awkward and then kind of gesture to, <laughs> <laughs> to Shirby. And, uh... <clears throat> oh, and I... Sierra holds up the Triton uh, 
tried it and said that. Oh. And um, we've procured a weapon that could do the job if we, if we can get close. Uh, we've also been uh, given some reason to believe that the refusal, which is our word for the floating island, oh, yes. um, mm -hmm. may also hold a key to um, resistance of some of those magical effects. Interesting. I have visited the refusal when it comes over my island on occasion just to make sure that there wasn't anything there that I needed to worry about. But it Was is... that your conclusion? Or rather that, that there is not anything there? or It was not anything of an immediate threat that I could discover. But it is also... There are weird magics there. And I did not consider it prudent to investigate them. Uh, we have That's... some plans to visit it ourselves at some point, but uh, our, our current objective is uh, we hope to uh, reduce, if not entirely annihilate, the undead presence on the island itself. Uh, yes, a, a worthy objective. I wish you luck. Thank you. Uh, and if there is any battles, rather than <laughs> the kind of petty skirmishes that adventurers get into, of note, um, please do take some kind of record for me. Um, was uh, the uh, our description of the, the fight with the, the under, under the water... Oh, yeah, she's very interested in how that all played out. That's, oh, sure. that, that counts to her as a battle, and as such is yes. something she's interested in. Well, and, like, especially that we can share that I think that part of the key was the communication with dreams... Yes. Dreams with the Triton leader mm -hmm. led to an overconfidence that we unfortunately uh, trusted in more than we should have. Yes. Yeah. A, 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 a secure and trustworthy source of intelligence is um, of utmost importance in victory. Yeah. And I would Agreed. definitely share the connection <laughs> that we drew between the, the dreams and the, uh, the configuration of the henge. Mm. Oh, it must be, it must be that my nature is um, uh, not uh, vulnerable to such things or not, or simply not of interest to that creature as I have not had any unusual dreams since coming here, but it does, it is useful information to have. Thank you start for start having dreams where they someone tells you that Govil is a nice guy um, <laughs> or a nice girl. I I, girl. I, I shall I shall keep that in mind. Thank you. All right. Uh, well, uh, so thank you uh, for for meeting with us. Um, I, I we we certainly value your advice and uh, information, and we hope that we can provide you in the future with more news of battles that will ideally be victorious on our side. Again, good luck to you and fair winds. And she <laughs> returns to her draconic form and <laughs> flies away. <clears throat> Not one for long goodbyes, is she? 
What well, what's our new um, paladin's friend's name? I, I'm I've I've forgotten. Okay. 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 So, what do you think? Pretty cool, huh? We got a dragon friend. <laughs> <laughs> Sailor does a slow head swivel to look at Avaloki. Did you come here just to show off to the newbie? <laughs> Not just to show. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> just wanted to clear, get that cleared up. <laughs> okay. It's very cool, though. It is. <laughs> I totally agree. So. <laughs> All right. Captain no. Tarn says, "Well, Shrine is a matter of a few hours' sail away. The weather is." However, not conducive to sailing at night. We need to see better in order to spot rocks and things. So perhaps we can set sail in the morning? Besides, I'm I'm a little leery of sailing up to an island full of undead in the middle of the night. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, we're right same page. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right, so Margot, we... do you think that should should what what do you think your your deity wishes? Do you do you think that we ought to uh, travel to that pool first, where we spoke to the the elemental? That is a good question. I wonder if it is reasonable to. Oh, it's nine fifty-five. Yeah. Um, so, do we have do we have a usual hard out at ten? I'm um, okay. Okay, um, ten thirty would be appreciated. But... Okay. Okay. So oh, I I am already like halfway asleep. I cannot stay awake. All right. So we will. Okay. So we will. So we will. Uh, we can end here. Um, All right. Uh, um, sorry, I was muted. I'm like also. Okay. Dropping out. Okay. We will. We will have session ninety one. Um, in the evening on Sunday the seventh of Olive. Um, no, what I was going to suggest is communing with Ayun to see ah. if. Ayun has anything to say, but maybe that is, yes, better left for a time when we are all more present in brain. Okay. Then we will stop it here. Anybody want a peanut?